Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. We always like uh, to link in with very creative people. I have one for you now. He joins me, Matt McCann. Good morning to you, Matt. How are you? Not too bad, not too bad. Thanks very much for having me. You're great to talk to you, Matt. You've come up with a very interesting app that I'll get onto in a second. But first of all, I'm fascinated. You're co founder of a group called Access Earth. Who are they? Who are you? So, Access, uh, so essentially, Access Earth is about building the world's largest database of accessibility information. And I started this because, I, so I have cerebral palsy, so I use a walking frame uh, to get around the place. And I found growing up that finding uh, accurate accessibility information was quite difficult to, to come across. Mm. And this sort of came to a head when I booked a holiday to London. This would have been after the Paralympic Games. The hotel said they were wheelchair accessible. But I get there and there's three steps at the entrance and I can't fit the frame inside the room. Mm. So really, it came across of just providing more detail to people um, about what a, a building looks like, whether it has, say, a separate entrance, whether the doors are wide enough, whether there's accessible bathrooms, yeah. what the lighting is like, that sort of thing. I see. Can, can you talk to me a little bit about your own journey with cerebral palsy? What's that been like? So, you know, growing, growing up in Ireland, you know, things were... I've I've gotten better definitely from 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 when I was younger. Um, you know things like the buses being accessible has been a big help for me um, and and my independence. Um, but I know, for example, like uh, going to college and looking to you know, go out with friends, there was a level of you know not not wanting to always having to ask about are there steps there? Is that down the flight of stairs? Is there a bathroom there? And it's the kind of thing that you know it's it's an extra step that sort of takes away that sort of independence and that sort of, you know, kind of spontaneousness of wanting to go somewhere new, having to have this back-of-my-mind yeah. kind of thought of, can I get in there? I see. Could, could you talk to me a little bit about the obstacles that uh, poor accessibility is creating for people who live with disabilities, the friends, the family, and even the mothers with babies? Because this app that I want you to get onto and explain now is going to uh, give accessibility for all. So just talk to us a little bit about the obstacles, please. Of course. So it's, it's a bit about something like, let's say you go into a, a new coffee shop and say the, the, there's a couple of steps up the entrance. Or, for example, the lighting inside isn't good enough so that you can't see the menu. Or there's, um, it's not a safe service uh, or, or guide dog friendly, so you can't take, um, get into the place and not just experience it in the same way everyone else can. You know, it's, it's simple things like, you know, say there could be an accessible bathroom, but it's down a flight of stairs. Or um, this sort of disconnect that, say, an office is up, up upstairs but um simple things like being able to put an assistance bell outside could prevent that obstacle and it's about the idea that this isn't just for people with disabilities it isn't just for for parents with prams or or older people it's this kind of information can benefit everybody because these obstacles people can only start to 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 realize as, as they get older or if they have a direct connection to it you have developed an app explain how it works and how people can access it so when you download the app, you can see um, places around you or you can search for specific places. And what we're asking people to do is essentially rate those places by accessibility. So we're asking them to, when they go in to, to contribute, they get to tick 
um, little boxes as to what a place has, so whether it has step-free entrance, what the lighting is like, whether they provide digital menus, um, whether the uh, COVID safety compliance, whether there's PPE. So it's an entire scale of accessibility information that people can then search and find places so they don't have to come come against these obstacles that they've been experiencing. It's about providing that choice to people. So if they know ahead of time, mm-hmm. then there won't be this sort of fear of the unknown um, that can happen. Yeah, You've got future plans for the app, have you? We have, yeah. So we're, we're currently building out uh, the, the database at the moment in, in different cities around the world. And we're looking to apply that to, uh, say, larger venues, like, say, stadiums or concert venues, where, for example, just getting a, an idea of if it is step-free entrance will not, um, not provide as much information. So we're looking at providing sort of internal maps for those larger venues yeah. um, so that you can see sort of a full seat-to-seat solution. Yeah. And then for the local businesses, we're looking at uh, next year launching a, a verification platform where businesses can promote themselves on the app and also uh, be able to open up conversations with their uh, consumers and customers about how to improve yeah. that accessibility experience. The crowdfunding page. Do you want to share some information with this, please? Or on so this? As, as, exactly. So, so as, as part of the, the growth of what we want to do within the future includes growing our team as we've launched a crowdfunding platform. Because what we want to be able to do is is provide a way for our users to be at the center of the journey that we're going on and to give people the opportunity to essentially help make the world more accessible. So if you go onto Mm sparkcrowdfunding.com, you have the opportunity to invest in a a campaign that we're running at the moment. We're looking to raise 150,000 euro and you can invest as, as little as €100, Euro, and that will just help to contribute to yeah. make the world more accessible for everyone. If your career has taken a bit of a turn, hasn't it? Because I'm told that you studied chemistry in college and that you just developed this as a, as a hobby. Has this now taken over from the chemistry plan or what's happened? Oh, it, it has indeed. So when, when, I, when I started out, I, you know, I enjoyed chemistry. So chemistry didn't really agree with me, but I'd already had a a passion for computer science and, and sort of, you know, app design and web design. So when I graduated from college, um, after having won a few, a few awards in the likes of Microsoft um, with the app, I thought, look, I, I have to give this an opportunity, and I, otherwise I'd regret it. And so here we are now, six years later, employing okay. five people, uh, and my, my co-founder, Donald, is, is someone who, who I met in college at the time when we first developed this. Yeah. So really, it, it's been a fantastic journey. Well done um, to you, Matt. How can people access the app? So they can do this through their app store, either on Apple or Android, or they can go directly to our website, accessearth.com. Keep in touch. Keep us up to date, will you, and further developments. Of course. Of Good. course. Thank you very much for having me on. Not at all. Pleasure. Good to talk to Matt McCann. There are lots of creative people out there. Access Earth sounds a very interesting development. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.